What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we are talking about Tesla stock. The shares have run up over 10x um, in the past year. I'm up way over 10x from my original position. I think for every, I speak for everyone who's been following this story saying that this is beyond our wildest expectations of how fast Tesla stock would go up. And so I kind of want to give my thought, taking a step back and say, okay, as a long-term shareholder, as someone who was holding Tesla at a 30 bill market cap saying it's going to go to a trillion, I'm going to hold on forever. Now, fast forward to today, Tesla stock closed at an all-time high of $642 per share, $650 billion market cap fully diluted by my calculation. We are looking at, an inc- it's one of the most valuable companies in the world. I mean, this is an unprecedented rise in stock price. Um, and I don't think it's just an irrational stock price move. I also think we've seen an amazing underlying fundamental transformation in the business of Tesla, delivering more cars than ever, making more money per car, uh, profitable, more profitable than ever as a company. The roadmap, uh, the future, um, just the, the future has never been more secure for Tesla. So on a fundamental basis, yes, I do believe the intrinsic value of Tesla has never been higher. But like I've always said, the intrinsic value of Tesla, you know, everything they're doing every day at the factory builds up like this. It's a gradual line. The stock market, the stock price is going to go like this. And I think for years... I was pounding the table, literally why I put every single cent for my YouTube channel into Tesla stock for the past two years, because I saw Tesla stock doing this while the business was doing this. We were at two or 300 bucks. And originally 2013, retro throwback, Tesla stock shoots up from 3 billion, 30 bucks a share to 200 bucks a share. It was unheard of. This is in like 2012 or 2013. It's like a $30 billion company with like 2 billion in revenue. And so that's what, to me, I saw Tesla stocks value go here, but the undervaluing value of the business was just here. And so way overcorrected. So for seven years almost, we had Tesla backfilling, trading between 200 and 300 bucks, backfilling while the intrinsic value did this and caught up to that value. Then late 2018, 2019, I'm pounding the table 2019. You know, I'm like, look, the intrinsic value of Tesla is at 50 billion. We're still chilling at that 30, 40 billion. And this intrinsic value is going up 60, 70, 80. I, I can see it being 100 billion soon. And so I'm putting money into it hand over fist. And now we've gotten, in my opinion, as much as the intrinsic value has gone up, a massive overcorrect. Um, in the near term, it, or that's what some people might say, um, of the valuation. And so I kind of wanted to step back, analyze this. I have not sold a single share of Tesla stock except for um, half a Model Y's worth of Tesla stock. I used all my life savings, wasn't enough to buy a Model Y, and then I sold a chunk of Tesla stock to remain. So that's the only reason, other than that, and remember, nothing in the show is financial advice. I'm holding on to all my Tesla shares. I mean, on paper, the amount of gains I have were like almost life-changing, um, but I'm still totally holding on to the thesis. And I will say, um, after getting a car um, and having being in my Model Y right now, trying it out um, and watching Tesla execute, my fundamental core bull thesis of the company, my price target, if you will, I hate even saying that, which used to be hodling till a trillion, I've had to officially update it to $2 trillion, but now the truth is, I believe it's $10 trillion is the bull case. I will make an entirely new whole video about that. But now I kind of wanted to also tone down the euphoria there because I've been saying stuff like that and I think it gets people way too excited. And I and I read Elon's last email to employees that leaked where he was like, yo, investors are expecting massive profitability. We need to deliver or the stock is going to get hammered. Um, and I think that's an awesome sobering thought. And that's what I'd say to all you is like, if you're going to get hyped when the stock goes up, you know, I'm not that hyped, honestly. Like I get hyped when Tesla delivers more cars, when FSD gets a new update, when we install a big mega pack, when the solar roof makes progress. I get hyped on operational things because there's a business behind every stock. I don't give a shit at what the stock price does. Short term, the stock market is a voting machine. Long term, it's a weighing machine. To me, we're in voting territory right now. Um, and I, you know, I just really want to stick to analyzing the intrinsic underlying fundamentals of the company and 
that's what I focus on. But I feel like the stock market today has gotten way too hyped up on. I see people, you know, getting so excited that Tesla stocks up and then if it's down, everybody's commenting on my live stream, you know, freaking out. And I just think it's, I, I wanted to kind of drop some wisdom of like, if you're going to get hype when the stock goes up, you better be ready to get depressed when it goes down. And so I really think people need to temper this kind of day trading mania euphoria um, you know, bubble mania attitude around Tesla, you know, the stock has been blowing my mind at how much it goes up 10% every single day. I mean, it's, I remember this summer when me and Julian are like popping champagne because Tesla stocks are like a thousand bucks. And then the next day it's a thousand five hundred. Then it's at 2000. Now split adjusted, we're going to hit 3000 soon. It's like, uh, so it's been blowing my mind. And, and as much as I think, you know, I've been grappling with my own theories of hyper change and how I fundamentally analyze businesses because let's throw the hard numbers at you. Tesla today, okay, hyper charts looking at 642 a share, $609 billion market cap. I like to assume Tesla has about a billion shares outstanding, assume some more dilution, even give them a little more wiggle room than that. They have employee stock options. Let's say they make a huge acquisition stock. Let's say they do a, a big capital raise. I don't know. I'm a conservative. I like to always be wrong and have my spreadsheet show more shares outstanding than end up being there because that'll give me some wiggle room as an investor. So I look at Tesla, one, 1 billion shares, let's call it outstanding, a little more than that. So 642 a share, I'm gonna give them a $650 billion fully diluted market cap to analyze this company. Okay, let's talk about the Q4 sales data and just look at Tesla's business in the last quarter we have and annualize that data. 8.8 billion in revenue equals 35 billion in annualized revenue for a $650 billion company. That is an 18.6 times price sales multiple for a car business that sells at 20 or 30%. If you think of it as a computer on wheels business, maybe it's higher, but we have never seen in the history of the stock market, really as much as I can remember in my 12 years being an investor, a, a car business being remotely valued at this high of a price sales ratio, despite, I mean, Tesla is growing at an insane clip. So you do have to, that's kind of what we're going to grapple with in this episode. How fast can Tesla backfill into that valuation? Gross profit in Q3 was about 2.06 billion times four. Looking about 8.3 billion in annualized gross profit run rate, 650 billion divided by that 8.3 billion. We're looking at 78 times gross profit multiple. I think it went out of profitability. Awesome quarter for Tesla last quarter, 809 million in profits, insane, almost a billion dollars um, of profit in EBIT, uh, earnings before interest or taxes, times that by four, looking at 3.2 billion, 650 divided by 3.2 billion. We're looking at, you know, a 203x price EBIT ratio currently. So we're looking at 18.6 times sales, 78x gross profit, and 203 price EBIT. So these are stratospheric valuations. Warren Buffett, 20 years ago would have had an aneurysm if he saw these numbers at what the stock market is trading at. But I think there's one layer um, that makes this different than anytime Warren Buffett is alive that I really want to caveat. And to me, it is the most deepest philosophical thing in the stock market that I grapple with every single day when I think about being an investor in financial markets is Tina. There is no alternative. What is money? What money to me is a technology to store value over time. Elon Musk would call it an allocation system for labor. And so I believe just because we use the US dollar as an allocation system for labor and everybody stores their wealth in this way to you know store value over time in the US dollar paper currency, you know, there's been an awakening where A, paper currency is giving you no yield. That a yield on a 10-year bond, which used to be five or six percent or whatever, you know, a real interest rate is now basically nothing. You're getting a bank account, some countries you have to pay them because interest rates are negative. And so 
Tina. There is no alternative. And so to me, when I balance the equity value of, of companies, you know, the S&P 500, which just, just got added to the 500 biggest companies that are publicly traded, always trading at the you know, 15 or 20 PE ratio. Is it 30 PE? That's too high, right? But wait, a 30 PE ratio, let's do one over 30. That's a 3.3% yield. So I'm getting a 3.3% earnings yield on this asset. Now, if the 10 year, if I'm getting 1% on the 10 year, that 3.3% yield is way higher than a 1% 10 year yield. All of a sudden, a, a 60 PE ratio, one over 60 is higher as well. You know, one over 50 is 2%, one over 60, what, 1.8%? I'll still take that. So when you, and 203, let's do Tesla's 0.5%. So a 0.5% earnings yield, but it's growing quickly. That's about the same as the 10 year. The 10 year is not going to grow. So there is no alternative. If I'm an investor and I'm desperately searching for yield, it's nowhere. So in, inherently the fundamental G check on all equity prices has been lost. And therefore the gravity on equity prices with this, this alternative of interest rate yields is vanished. And therefore, um, I think people are searching for alternative. And to me, a 1% yield on Tesla that's going to grow like a crazy amount is way better than a 1% on tenure, even a 0.5% on Tesla is better. That's why I'm holding. But now, and I think it's a bigger movement. When I was researching Bitcoin, it's fascinating to think about if Bitcoin succeeds and we'll all keep a portion of our net worth in Bitcoin, an inf uh, uh, you know, a technically deflationary asset for pricing, but an inflationary asset for our wealth relative to what's happening. You know, you're, you're, if you keep money in dollars, it gets diluted a little bit every year, you know, because they're printing more of it. They just give every American pretty much 1200 bucks just at a click of a button. Uh, there's no gold in the bank backing it up. So there's just a military. And so I think people, there's an awakening of society of moving assets for from paper cash into equity of technology companies to me is this irrational is it is you know or is this make perfect sense i for my entire life have hated to hold cash i've only hold extremely high growth technology equity stacks because that's where i think the value is going to accrue in society i think you know paper currency isn't going up but i think an equity in the technology company that is building all the infrastructure that we need that's pace of innovation is insane is going to have insane amounts of value and growth you know and so I think that is a truly fundamental reason why technology equity stocks, Shopify, Tesla, Amazon, Apple, Google, uh, everything is just soared be almost beyond fathomable Netflix valuations that we would have ever had in the past because um, maybe technology equity was always underpriced. Maybe we were always inflating the value of dollars because we were all storing our wealth in this technology that sucked to store wealth and people are realizing it's better to store in, in technology companies. So that is a huge theory I have about what's happening in the stock market now. And what if interest rates go back up and the alternative comes back, then maybe do we have a massive re-rating of, of a 10-year down cycle in equities because these, you know, as the growth continues, those multiples compress, maybe. And so, as you know, I, I kind of want to make this video getting back to Tesla because I was pounding the table frustrated Tesla wasn't stock, wasn't doing what I want for three years making this channel, buying Tesla stock hand over fist, like, all right, Goldman, downgrade Tesla again, I'll put in another G. And you know, that contrarian take was, was really everything. And now I see the flip side of that happening. So now in my gut, like I'm holding on to my entire Tesla position. I see the current valuation makes no sense. But when I think about, you know, Tesla being able to expand and grow, and I think that 3.2 billion in EBIT number, you know, okay, so that's what they're doing today. Let's, let's take out a left field, my bull thesis on Tesla, which I've taken from Elon Musk's quotes, which is the true value of Tesla is the amount of cars we produce times the value of autonomy per car. So then we have this value of the software per car times the amount of cars. Let's do a little equation. And we have the theoretical value for Tesla, 10 million, $25,000 model twos with the hardware, 25 that grand, this little model two that's autonomously driving us around cities times a hundred grand in value as a robo taxi. You can check the math on this. You know, they're driving, you know, hundred 
hundreds of thousands of miles at a fraction of the cost, um, the lifetime value of that uh, vehicle could be $100,000. And so if you do the math on $100,000 times 10 million vehicles a year, that's a trillion dollars in value. And so I see Tesla, but it, you know, th that value of the car will be accrued over time. But, you know, once we talk about the end game for Tesla, to me, and that's why when I say I hold till 10 trail, like, A, I think fiat currencies have massive inflation, but there's another level to this where I see, you know, as much as Apple changed the world with the smartphone, I see Tesla doing something so similar by turning the phone, moving it into like, okay, now my phone's here with my, uh, like, right? I have my touchscreen right here. That's kind of my phone, but the phone has wheels on it now. Like the phone can go anywhere. And so I think this is the platform that Tesla's getting. And I've, I've been kind of ranting about this a lot in my videos, but to me, if you're holding on to Tesla stock here, you have to assume there is a massive profitable software component. Um, and to me, that's the robo taxi business that's generating tens of billions in annual free cash flow. And we're years away from that. And so when I look at Elon emailing people, um, I, you know, I think even Elon knows, and even I know we are pricing in, you know, a, a, I don't want to say price for perfection, but we're pricing in a big step forward in the cash flow profile of Tesla. And if that cash, that big step forward takes a month longer than we expect, Wall Street could get pissed and the stock could drop 30% or whatever. And that's what Elon Musk was saying with his email. So, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I am such a boring investor. Like I am so boring. I just buy Tesla stock, buy, 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 like need to get my Model Y. So forced to sell, tragic, heartbroken, you know, still getting FOMO every time I see Tesla stock go up. But, you know, I love my Model Y. It was the best purchase I've ever made in my whole life. So you have to make tough decisions. But, um, you know, I'm boring. I want to hold Tesla stock for years and years to come. And as much as, you know, I, I hate this thing of like, oh, there's never been a $600 billion car company. So there can't be a $700 billion one. Like, no, I, I start from a first principles basis and I invest in technologies. And I see that Tesla has not even scratched the surface on monetizing, to me, their most valuable technology, which is this autopilot software. Uh, you know, once Tesla pulls the lever and monetizes this, I think, you know, yeah, we're years away from that tens of billions of cash flow from RoboTaxi, but, but I think we're developing the technology to get there today. And I see Tesla as a clear path of hitting that uh, autonomous vehicle sort of holy grail of having a level five autonomous car in cities. I mean, people are driving around with FSD, Elon, hook me up with FSD, please. But, you know, um, to me, so I've been kind of torn where I, I, I saw, um, when I look at Tesla's hardware business, when I look at the energy business and the solar roof business, you know, I, th I think there's no doubt that in the near term, the equity price is inflated and assuming massive growth in those businesses and you're buying Tesla in 2022. But then I realized that Tesla in 2022 may have so much progress on this autopilot software that nothing else matters. You know, if the Trojan horse of Tesla is this five to $10 trillion robo taxi opportunity and they're barreling towards it closer than ever FSDs out, then to me, if there's a, you know, if there's a 10% chance they hit a $5 trillion robo taxi business, then we're looking at a $500 billion optional value from that. And so if you think there's a 20% chance they hit a $5 trillion robo taxi network, that's worth a trill today. You know, so when that's the math I'm doing of like, I ain't selling, bro, because deep down, I think we are third. I think we're 50% chance that Tesla is the first autonomous vehicle level five company. I think that 50 embedded in that 50% chance is a two to three year head start. Um, potentially and inevitably, 
great head start where who's going to compete with Tesla and try and collect billions of miles of data, losing billions and billions of dollars other than Amazon and Bezos because they're so stubborn. But it, to me, this is going to be one of the greatest uh, fountains of profit to ever flow in the history of capitalism. Will be Tesla's going to have millions of these autonomous computers generating billions and billions of cash flow. We're never going to have seen uh, the, the profitability of a company grow so quickly. And so you know, when you take into account that sort of first principles approach of like, man, if this works, let's start to think about the numbers. In the back of my head, I do think Tesla could be cheap as hell at 650 billion if they figure this out. You know, if, if I think there's a 50% chance they hit five trill, then that's still a 5X to 2.5 trill from today or 4X. So there's, and I kind of want to make this episode to just scheme and and talk about this concept of, you know, I don't know. I don't have I don't have the answers. I don't know what's going to happen. Tesla stock, I keep thinking it's going to pull back and people can't it just literally can't go up forever and it keeps baffling me and keep going up. So but then in the same time, I can see it keep going up because I see the robo taxi vision and I myself am like, "Pro, like okay, like yeah, it's overvalued, but like I'm I'm not selling for till 10 trail." So <laughs> but um yeah, I also want to say though this is not financial advice and I think these are moments where you have an, an incredible opportunity as an investor to think through your position, to, th- to, to, to go back and crunch the numbers in your spreadsheet, um, to, to just take a first principles approach on this. I don't know. I just think stocks can't go up forever. And you got to keep that in mind. And that's going to be a, a hard lesson to learn for some people. And if you're going to get hype when the stock goes up, you better be ready to get depressed when it goes down. As, and as much as Tesla's equity price has made me so pumped in the past year, I mean, to me, nothing else matters. It's the intrinsic value. And so let's talk about my intrinsic value. 60 billion, 70 billion is what I had, you know, heading into 2020, let's call it. Um, and now we've had this massive run. Like to me, the intrinsic value of Tesla has almost hit 2 billion because, or uh, 200 billion or 300 billion. You know, like we've had as much as maybe that whole equity price jump hasn't just been pure intrinsic value, that underneath thing, and I always say Tesla's not just an equity price miracle, it's a business miracle that led to the equity price, you know, reflecting that business progress. There's a business behind every stock. And then what about Elon? He wants to reinvent all of housing. I think 8 billion people are going to live on this planet with an HVAC system that cleans our air that is powered by a battery with solar roof on top, all built by Tesla. We didn't even talk about that. And to me, that's another trillion dollar business um, that Tesla could get into. But then it's like, you know, airplanes and cargo ships don't even feel like fun industries to get into because they're only adding 100 billion to market cap and we need trillions to boost our IRR. Like this is... This is such a fun business case study to follow. I cannot, Tesla's like the gift that keeps on giving for business nerds. I mean, it is, it is unbelievable. And that's why, you know, to me, the optionality of Elon Musk as the greatest inventor of our generation, if not all time, and his resources at his disposal, his age, his engineering team, Drew and Battery Skunk Works, uh, you know, Andre Karpathy and the autopilot team, Pete Bannon and, and FSD chips. We are in inning one of this absolute dynasty um, that is being built a once in a century business there that is just going to be it's 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 just incredible. And so um, that's a rocket ship I can't get off of. And I think Elon Musk is building something that will be bigger than anything has that has ever existed before company wise. Um, and I think we are in the era of trillion dollar tech behemoth changing the world, moving us into the future. Um, and yeah, it's almost crazy because like the GDP of Tesla and these tech companies getting bigger than small countries and governments. And, you know, how long is it before Tesla and Amazon launch their own army? Like, who knows? There's one thing that I will say that separates Tesla from all of this. And that's kind of at the back of my mind always is Tesla, you know, Sergey Brana or Larry Page, one of the Google guys said, if I died, like I'd probably just give all my money to Elon Musk, not to charity, because he's going to like do more than any charity or anything like that. 
and that's really how I feel about it. It's like, man, like this, the world would have sucked without Tesla. We'd still be driving around ice cars. There would be no moves happening on electric. Like, you know, I don't know. This is just a really exciting, bright part of history. And I, I only see a fraction of the world um, having realized that vision. Like I'm in my Tesla, but I'm still charging with this. There's, there's no solar roof. Barely everybody, anybody even has a Tesla. Um, and they're already making billions. And so as this all scales, um, you know, humans, every human needs to get somewhere cleanly and, and cheaply. Every human needs to live somewhere sustainably. And to me, Tesla is just like in the 0.001% of tackling those problems. So to sum up my crazy rant, could we be looking, despite the fact that Tesla is at $650 billion, at something that is still in such its early phase and such its early innings um, as a company? I think yes. And I think Tesla's nowhere near its final form of an autonomous robo-taxi network, at least for the transportation side. And that final form, uh, we are nowhere near the financials that that final form will dictate. And then that is the middle ground. It's Is, is the robo-taxi generating $50 billion in net income or $5 billion? That's the math that I would be doing. Um, but I truly keep going back to the value of autonomy times the amount of cars produced. I think, you know, 100 Gs in value a car times 10 million cars. We're only four years away from that, five years away from that. We're looking at trillions of dollars of value um, if they can pull that off. And that is why I'm holding on to all my Tesla stock. Would love to know what you think in the comments below. Please hit me up. I wanted to make this a scheme shop, scheme sesh with y'all. Um, can Tesla stock keep going? Are we crazy? Leave it below. This is HyperChange. Huge shout out to y'all. Um, Patreon supporters, producers. I'm about to throw in the new Patreon intro right now we've been working on. So get some FOMO of that if you're not on the producer list already. But seriously, thank you to my Patreon supporters, producers. I got a new HQ. Um, just locked up the lease on it. And I'm going to move in there in a, in a few weeks. It's going to be a game changer for the channel. So I'm really, really excited to, to share that all with y'all. And yeah, just send in love. Have an epic Monday. Peace. Thank you.